This program is a paid commercial announcement produced and paid for by Jacob Media Partners. No statements made during the Thrive Retirement Roadmap Radio Show shall constitute tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own legal or tax professional on any such matters. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investment, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed. David Bazaar, Brent Elam, and Karen Bazaar of Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management are licensed to offer investment advisory services through Thrive Capital Management, LLC, a Pennsylvania state-registered investment advisor. Office headquarters located in Fort Washington and offices of convenience used exclusively for client meetings at Exton, Yardley, and Cherry Hill. Now on Talk Radio 1210, WPHD, WPHD, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. The Thrive Retirement Roadmap Show with your hosts, David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam of Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management. They know that the road to a successful retirement is paved with consistent care and a commitment to guide the families they serve. David and Brett are co-authors of the book, Roadmap to Retirement, Navigating Your Way to Peace of Mind. The Thrive team has been recognized by Suburban Life Magazine and Philadelphia Magazine as one of the area's top wealth management firms. They've been featured in numerous publications such as the Wall Street Journal, CBS News, Fox, NBC, and ABC as well. But their greatest accomplishment yet is their ability to talk to people just like you about living out their dreams in retirement. Their phone is always open at 800-516-5861 or visit thrivefinancialservices.com. Now, here's David, Karen, and Brett, along with Joe Krause. And good morning, Delaware Valley, and welcome in the Roadmap to Retirement radio show as we come to you on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. We say hello to everyone listening in, and we thank you for tuning in to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show on uh, this, the 19th of October, the, uh, I guess, the third Saturday in the month of October, one step closer uh, to the Thanksgiving holiday and one step closer to the end of 2019, David. And I say good morning uh, to you. Thank you for uh, being here and thank you for continuing uh, to deliver uh, great information for the listening audience. All of the feedback that I get about this program, sometimes unsolicited feedback, is that the information is so meaningful. It's so uh, relevant. It's educational. And I want to thank you for doing that because there's a lot of different ways you can do a radio show. And I think the educational piece of what you do with this program is fantastic. So thank you. Yeah, well, we really appreciate that. And, you know, you were um, you were obviously a a huge member of the team and um, you're you've helped us stay the course as well. Right. Because you get that kind of feedback and that just keeps reinforcing us to continue to do it the way we're doing it. And um, we try to stay as authentic as we possibly can with this. We really want to get that message out. Today's show is going to be really interesting, though. I'll tell you why. Because, you know, information is fantastic if you put it into action. Mm-hmm. If you just stay idle or ignore, which is worse, right? But if you just, you know, uh, Brett's always said, you know, the worst or the – what's that thing? The biggest nation is yeah, procrastination. Procrastination. And the world. worst decision is indecision, indecision. Mm-hmm. right? 
So, um, you know, we provide a lot of it. And you're going to see the detail of that today. You know, I know Karen's going to be going over a little bit of, um, you know, somebody that sat with us. And this happened to be their mom's situation. And you can now see the result of 30 years of misinformation, 20 years of misinformation, bad guidance, poor planning uh, that could have easily been remedied back in the day, right? Uh, there still may be a remedy for that, but you're going to kind of see that illustrated. Same thing for mine. I, I'm going to share with you one of the reports that we do as part of the Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review. You see it sitting here in front of me, Joe, right? So this is a, let me just see, this that's, um, it's a 43-page report, right? Very comprehensive, very detailed. I'm going to illustrate somebody that on the surface looks fantastic, looks like retirement's going to work out perfectly. You would have suspected it would. But when you dive into the details and you do the things that need to be considered in a retirement, this is one of the most fragile retirements for a high net worth person that I've seen since we started Thrive. Wow, that's an amazing It's crazy. And it, it is you know, crazy. It, and we try not to take anything personal. I want to tell you know, our audience that first of all, right? But at the same time, we can't be emotionless. So when I get somebody like this that ignores the information that we provide, and again, we don't mandate anybody become a client of ours, but when they just completely ignore the rent, you know, this is, it's interesting. I, somebody said this to me a couple of days ago, that our profession is one of the professional professions that people ignore the advice. Right. We talked about it last week where we said, do you doctor yourself? Right. Right. This is one of those areas that people try to do it. And um, and, and again, we don't try to just do investment management like ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the people in our industry. All they talk about is what mutual fund, what bond, what stock, what, you know, whatever it may. That's just investment management advice. They don't look at all the other elements that it takes to really navigate a successful retirement. So even though we try to keep it, we don't take it personally, we're, you know, we're humans. We're not emotionless about it. And I genuinely feel so bad for these folks that, you know, the difference between winning and losing is this much, right? I'm illustrating, you know, the space between my thumb and my index finger being very minimal. Mm -hmm. And people, because it's that simple sometimes, that difference, they don't pay attention to it. And because we're so low pressure that we don't make a big enough stink about illustrating like you are in desperate, dire straits if you do not make these changes. Because, again, we never want to come across pushy, but then we end up kind of feeling bad about the situation. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that and illustrate that today. Look forward to that. That should be very, very interesting. I think it's a great example, uh, Brett, uh, about... I think everyone who is on the doorstep of retirement, I think we're all afraid to make a decision. Or if we're not afraid, we're all, we don't prioritize the decision. We consume some of the information, but we don't do anything about it. Yeah, and when you talk we about learn it, but it. we don't do anything about it. We learn it, but we don't do anything about it. That's a, and, and you know, I heard a story way back when you talk about all the things that you have enjoyed in life were things that you had to make a decision on and guess what the decision was that was made yes yes i mean think about it your wife your kids that's normally a yes right 
Uh, we can go Always on. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Accepting a job, going into business for yourself, all those different things. We always end up making a yes. So again, it's why we always try to get people, whether they're the why people that want to understand how the hot dog's made, or some people just say, just let me eat the hot dog at the end of the day. We're, we provide people that education, again, that advocacy uh, mentality that we have here, because we know there's a lot of flaws. There's a lot of problems. There's a lot of issues that we see of so many people coming in as part of that complimentary Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review. Is It's David. It's Karen. It's myself. It's taking a stance for all the things that we see that's out there. And again, just like our book, it's a book of what not to do. And so a lot of times you're hearing about the stories of people that we see every week here at Thrive of things not to do. And then sometimes we're able to give the solution of things to do, things that we just need to be mindful of. So today's conversation, uh, I'm going to uh, dive deep into uh, Social Security a little bit. Again, just this past week, over the past week and a half, we've been hearing about a lot of changes coming to the Social Security system. So I want to talk about some of those updates and just uh, for our normal everyday person that comes in as part of that Thrive Retirement Roadmap you got to make that right decision and understand how Social Security works. All right, good stuff. We'll look for you to kick us off after the break. Uh, Karen, I'll give you the last minute of time uh, or 35 seconds of time. Say, Don't to, give me a minute. I'll give you 35 <laughs> seconds just to let us, uh, let us know where you're going with the audience today when you come up kind of uh, what was last week. What you don't know can hurt you, and people come to us for a second opinion, and I'm going to talk about a specific case where... Yeah, it's not a good second. It's a second opinion, but it's sad what happened. All right, good stuff. I ask our audience to pay close attention to the radio show today here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. It's okay to listen intently, uh, as most of us do when we consume talk information and we consume uh, talk radio. Um, But stay the course with us on this Saturday morning as we bring you Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show with David and Karen Bazaar and Brett Elam. I'm Joe Krause, back on the other side. workshops to tell you, or three workshops to tell you about coming up next week on the 22nd and the 23rd. One workshop will be uh, on Tuesday, the 22nd. Yes, you guessed it. Taxes in retirement uh, is the headline up in lights for that workshop. That is at the Lower Makefield Township Community Center on Tuesday, the 22nd. And then there's a double shot of taxes in retirement uh, on the 23rd, uh, Wednesday, the 23rd, the Phoenixville Senior Center uh, and the Monroe Library in Williamstown, Brett. So three opportunities for uh, the listening audience to get registered for the workshop. Go to Thrive Financial Services.com. And again, we've always promised coming to a venue near you. So again, next week, we're kicking off two new venues coming to the Lower Makefield Community Center, like you said, and then the uh, Phoenixville Senior Center as well. So again, looking forward to taking uh, taking a show to uh, a couple new towns. And uh, we already have, uh, we're getting tremendous response on those workshops as, as well. But Krause, I want to take a... Uh, um, take a step back and kind of talk about the 2020 changes that are coming for Social Security. So these is a time of year where they start making announcements as it relates to Medicare, Social Security, what we have, what we're expecting for the next calendar year, et cetera. So just I thought I'd go through some of those changes and then just talk about the importance of uh, of making those Social Security uh, decisions. So first change that we see, and again, this has only happened eight times since the year 1940. 
Um, but full retirement age is changing again. For, the, for, so for those of you that are turning the age of 62 next calendar year, which means a birth year of 1958, is your full retirement age is now 66 and eight months. Again, for those of you that will turn uh, full retirement age in 2021, um, which would be uh, – 1959 it will go to 66 and 10 months and then and then for all of you that were born in 1960 and thereafter full retirement age is age 67 so again that's a big deal and i'm going to talk about that here in a little bit as to why so next change um people that are earning greater than last year it was 132,900 dollars that's where the maximum tax was coming out of your paycheck um, as that related to both Social Security and Medicare. So that is being increased from 132900 up to 137700 So for those of you that get driven up a wall saying the wealthy don't contribute enough to Social Security, here's a, big, here's a change for you. Is over the last four years, 16% increase on the upper end of people that are being taxed from their Social Security income. And why is that a big deal? Is the next number I'm going to share with you may not be good news, but those of you that are already receiving Social Security can expect we are going to get a 1.6% increase on our Social Security checks for the year 2020. So it was 2.8% from 18 to 19. It was 3% from uh, 17 to 18. But nevertheless, we at least are getting another raise, raise, which is pretty close to the average that we've seen over the last decade, Krause. But where that comes into play is even though we only see a 1.6% increase, this is where I'll share with you, almost a, almost a 4% increase on the upper end of people that are going to have their wages taxed from a Social Security Medicare standpoint. Again, more people paying into the system. Um, talking about full retirement age, this is a big deal. Talking about amounts you can earn called the earnings test without having your Social Security benefits taken from you. First one, if you are collecting Social Security in a calendar year in which you are not your full retirement age, okay, so if you're 62, 63, 64, etc., if you make more than last year, it was $1,470 per month, they increased it by $50. Now it's going to $1,520 per month. So that means we can earn up to $1,520 per month and, and collect Social Security and not have any of those dollars taken from us from Social Security. Remember, for every $2 that we earn, greater than that $1,520, which in layman's terms is $18,248, the government will withhold a dollar. Okay? Now, if we can wait until the calendar year in which we reach our full retirement age. And again, remember, full retirement age is changing. We talked about that, 66 and eight months this year. Um, for those of you turning 62, pardon me, in 2020, is the amount has actually increased $140. So now, if you are collecting Social Security in the calendar year, if you're collecting Social Security in the calendar year in which you turn your full retirement age, you can earn up to 4000 and $50, a lot more, or a little more than $48,000 a year. So you can earn up to those amounts, and it's $3. For every $3 you earn above that amount, they take a dollar away, okay? And then for, all, for those uh, listening audience who may not be aware of it, if you can wait to at least your full retirement age or thereafter, is that there is no limit. You can earn as much as you want and collect as much as you want at the same time. Um, some other numbers of importance, the average uh, benefit 
um, is going from 1479 to 1503. Remember that $1503. Um, and again, we're only getting a 1.6% increase as it relates to that. So here's some of the background related to social security. And again, it's talking about some of the changes that they have made in the past is please understand back when social security was rolled out back in 1940 is the average life expectancy for men was a little less than 61 years old. And for women, it was a little more than 65 years old. And we talk about actuarial numbers here all the time, Krause. Uh, the average age now, again, we have a 65-year-old couple. Now there's a 50% chance that one makes it to the age of 95. And when you look at from 2017, just in general, overall life expectancy was almost 79 years old. So in layman's terms, over the years, when Social Security first came out, full retirement age was age 65. Back when life expectancy was around sixty-three, how about that? You know, it's interesting. I'm, as you're as you're as you're stating that, I had the business manager for the Iron Workers Local four hundred one was on the labor show last week, right? And he has been planning his retirement at sixty-five for the last twenty years. He's been looking forward to getting to 65 so he's reached that point where he's in that range of a year that he's going to retire from the iron workers and decided to accept another six-year term uh, as the business manager and that was some of the conversation that he said do I take it? Do I delay do I, do I, I'm going to hang around for another six years. I'm going to work. I, f- I feel good. I'm going to work longer. It makes more sense for me to work than, than, than to retire. But there, I bring it up because to me it's an example of how things all of a sudden could change based on what you're planning for something and then all of a sudden it no longer makes sense anymore. Yeah, that's it. Because when we talk about Social Security and the guaranteed <laughs> 8% growth that it gives year over year, I mean, where else are you getting guaranteed 8% growth? We, see, we talk about phased in retirement. We've talked about that on the show, like where people are going from taking off Mondays and Fridays, so maybe they're now working Tuesday through Thursday, whatever the case may be. We meet a lot of people that are going back and driving a bus or serving lunches at the schools just to go make fifteen, twenty, twenty-five thousand dollars a year as a way to continue to allow their social security to continue to grow as well. Because you get a, you get one shot, you get one shot to make a social security decision, and. Where else can we get that guaranteed 8%? And when we talk about foundationally, for the average household in this country, we're now it's almost 70% of that household income when people are in retirement is made up of Social Security. we got to hit it right. So I know so many times when we, we're here on the radio or we go to a workshop, people are like, ah, you guys are talking about married couples. No, 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 no. Please understand, if you are a widow, widower, if you are single, you are a divorcee, you are married, there are still options. Please, listening audience, Thrive Army. There are still options that are out there for you to take advantage of somebody else's check and allow your check to continue to grow and defer at that guaranteed 8%. We can't stress that enough. I mean, there's so many times, well, why do you need that information when people come in as part of that complimentary review? It's because it's our job to figure out what dollars do you have available that you didn't even know was available to you. Yeah, they're sitting under the table. We don't know they're there. 
people here it's 70 and a half. We're like, mm-hmm. no, 70 and a half is your required minimum distribution. It has nothing to do with your IRA. And again, those are the things. Those are the basics. Like, oh, Brad, who would not know who did not, not to collect your Social Security at age 70? We see it all the time. We see it all the time. Are people fouling up to sign up for Medicare? Again, things that we, sitting here every day, take as conventional wisdom, it's just what our, that's what our message is all about. It's just preaching it and paying it forward. I, we had two clients just this past week um, that were going back to work. Again, I've chatted about people that have 15, the tale of two cities last week, talking about people that had 200,000 and 15 million in back-to-back appointments that are out there. I'm just talking about everyday people where they've had enough of where they're at, and they said, I can't last here anymore. And it's like, I want to go do something mindless, whether it's volunteering. We always tell people to think about what, are you re- not re- what you're retiring from, but what you're going to retire to. And knowing that you're in your late 50s, early 60s, mid 60s, whatever that case may be, and knowing that your social security check is going to be taxed like no other income you're ever going to receive for the rest of your life. And knowing that social security is going to change. Again, when we talk with the younger uh, people like our clients' children, we don't even ask for social security statements because there's no way it can exist in the way it exists today because they're going to have to make some substantial change, some substantial change for people that are already collecting it just because 10,000 people turned the age of 65 for like the next 14 years. It's a lot of people, Krause, and a lot of, not a lot of workers will be there to support it. So we know social security is going to change, but knowing that people are living so long is we've got to make that right decision because what's good about your social security check after you spend it for the month it comes back again next month. Mm-hmm. Then you spend it, it comes back again. Then you spend it, and it comes back again. When you have your assets and you've spent your assets down to nothing, it doesn't come back again. So, again, we got to be conscious with every single thing that we have in our inventory and just making sure we're making rational decisions, not emotional decisions. Yeah, really good stuff. I thank you very much, Brett, for uh, that conversation. I had a couple of things rattling around in my uh, in my mind as I was listening. One was the business manager from the Iron Workers. The other one was my wife, who out of the blue last week sent me a text, hey, I don't want to work anymore. Can I retire? <laughs> i got a story about that. Good. All right. Well, remember, <laughs> that doesn't mean they have to collect their Social Security. Absolutely. Good stuff. Good way to end the segment. We'll get to a commercial break. This is Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Back in a moment. And back here on a Saturday morning, right here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Thank you so much for tuning in to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Don't forget to go to thrivefinancialservices.com. Scroll down to the middle of the opening page, and you'll find the two or the three upcoming workshops. One on the 22nd, two on the 23rd. Click on the green button that is marked Event Detail, and you can get registered for one of the workshops coming up next week. Again, thrivefinancialservices.com. Hi, Karen. How are Hi, you? I'm great. How are you? All right. Good. Nice to have I'm, you I'm, into the program. I'm Thank energized. you so much. I'm energized. Good. You sound energized. <laughs> so, funny story. You had a couple come in, uh, visited with us, and she was... Uh, involuntarily retired I should say the company gave her a nice package and I met with them and really nice couple and the husband's like uh, I said when do you want to retire he's like well I wasn't thinking about it but my wife was voluntarily involuntarily retired I want to retire in one year that's what their their goal is because like it's no fear she's enjoying her life and I'm not so he, it was a the kind of the uh, it's not fair you get to play and I don't so uh, 
we're gonna we, we're gonna analyze all their information. They brought everything, and he might be able to. But we're gonna give him the absolute details and let him know if it's possible or not. Wow, great, uh, great example of hey, you don't know what you don't know what you don't know yeah. until you until you check it out. I think that's a perfect example of what we try and get listeners to do mm-hmm. is to be open to conversation, and then from there you can make a decision. Exactly. So I met with a woman who, um, you know, we, uh, we offer reports when you come in. We'll run reports for you. And we say we'll give you a second opinion on certain things. So this woman came in, um, and she was con- concerned about herself, but also her mother, who is uh, in her 90s at this point. And this is something that anybody out there that's listening, the reason I'm sharing this with you is it, can happen to anybody so believe it or not there are actually people out there that don't always do what is in the best interest of their client i know it's a shocker right Mm -hmm. um we here at thrive financial services we're fiduciaries we always do what's in the best interest of our client not what is maybe suitable for them or what's in the best interest of us so she brought in her mother's um even even if the client doesn't like what you're going to say Mm -hmm. You're going to deliver the message that's in the best interest of the client. 100%. And you know you're always going to get honesty with us mm-hmm. and really what's the best for you, you and your family. So she brought in a policy that her mom, she did not know her mom had this. So her mom, who does not have a lot of money, back in 1999, started putting 30000 a year into a policy. The reason she did this is she wanted to leave money behind for her children and her grandchildren, and she thought she was doing the right thing. So she put money, 30000 a year, for 10 years into a policy. So that was, you know, mathematically, I'm not going to quiz you, Joe, but that was $300,000 that she put into a policy. So her concern was when she got her, her mother started talking to her about it, her policy today has a, uh, has a death benefit to it um, of 550000 That's why her mother bought it. But the policy today is actually only worth 58000 in what's called cash value. And I'm not going to get into specifics here. It's very detailed. There's a lot of information in here. But it's only worth 58000 And the concern is also she was told that if she doesn't um, pay a certain amount of money, the policy is going to lapse. So here this woman, and this was a woman's life savings. This is what really gets me angry. And I know I was telling David about it, and he was ready to go. Uh, <laughs> he was his hockey. His hockey blood was boiling there. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to read you. Um, I'm going to read you something in here, and it says uh, maintaining adequate funding is important. Based on current charges, and assuming you pay an annual premium of thirty thousand dollars a year, and have an annual return of six percent, your policy is projected to lapse on two eighteen twenty twenty one. So unless this woman, who's already put all her money into this policy, puts another $30,000 into it for the rest of her life, the policy is going to lapse. So she put $300,000 into something, and it's gone, basically gone. So the reason that gets us angry is, first of all, at age 70, to sell a type of product like this, the, the person that sold it to her was not an advisor. It was just an agent, an insurance agent, and they were only thinking about themselves. And after a few years, you have to realize, as, a, as, a, as the person that sold this to her, and she was calling, asking questions, you, you had to realize this wasn't the right fit for her. 
and the studio, the audience can't see, but this, but the information I have in my hands is about 20 pages. And unless you know what you're looking for, you don't understand. She thought that once she paid that 300,000, that's it. I'm done. My family's protected. I don't have to put another penny into it because that's what she, she was told. So now her sister, her, her daughter is just beside herself. She feels horrible that her 300,000, she might as well stu- have stuck it under a mattress at this point. So that's $300,000 lost. It's $2,500 a month, every month, from the time she started depositing money into this policy. So 30000 a year for 10 years. And thirty, she was paying $30,000 a lump sum. And this was her life savings. Oh, she was doing it. Okay. Yep. Well, 30000 a year, 10 years, 300000 Wow. And that was, her, that was her life savings. So, I mean... We're going to do some more investigation, but I'm not. This is elderly abuse. This is something. Yeah, that, can we out that person right now on the air? Or no, I guess we I can't. can't. I guess we can't. And no, honestly, the thing is, the, the person that originally sold it to her is is gone. So somebody else took it over. But it's the it's the, the company's responsibility. I mean, Th- that's a little lesson in itself, Joe, is, you know, we've got a lot of people that we visit with that are, you know, kind of do it yourselfers. So sometimes they may go down a path with a particular solution. And then there's not a constant review if it's appropriate for the current times. On a, on a product like this, this is a variable universal life insurance policy. It's issued by one of the name brand companies that everybody knows. It's common. We see it quite often. But what happens is, like Karen said, it was sold by an insurance agent that nowhere to be found at this particular point. So this product, from a servicing standpoint, has fallen into some black hole that no financial professional is really reviewing this for anybody because, number one, there's no compensation to it, right? The agent who sold it received the compensation. The agent that the company may have appointed to service it has no real financial incentive because they're not receiving any compensation to do so. So here we have an elderly person that thinks she's going down a path of financial security for her beneficiaries in a year and a half from now could potentially lose $300,000 of life savings and have a product that has expired. Wow. This is not, believe it or not, this is not the first time we've seen this. So if you're listening, take a look at our website, come to a seminar, make an appointment, come on in. If you think you have something like this or you're not sure, uh, another, it happened with somebody else and she wasn't even our client. We called the insurance company, got right on the phone. She did not realize her policy was going to lapse. This, this will elevate up to the State Insurance Commission because we're going to give guidance. We're not allowed to do anything for, especially when it's not our client. But you've got to become your own advocate, which we preach all the time. And, you know, again, this is – and I'm sure somebody in our listening audience has a variable universal life that had what we call an abbreviated payment schedule – so they thought they bought into, I only have to pay for a certain period of time, and then it will take care of himself. Well, that's based on assumptions that the market does a certain rate of return, and the cost of insurance doesn't increase. But what we've had is costs of insurance is increasing, and the performance that this index is tied to didn't really work as well. Her average rate of return was 0.8-something percent, because no one's managing it. No one's... She does not have an advisor. It's well, sad. It it's is. really sad. It's a tough story, tough story to deliver. There's a lesson to be learned, and um, 
boy, I hope there's a positive resolution. We'll, we'll uh, keep you to updated. That. We'll, we'll keep, let you know. uh, keep me, please. We'll keep the audience uh, updated as well. ThriveFinancialServices.com is where you can go uh, to register for one of the upcoming workshops. Uh, you can drop an email to info at thrivefinancialservices.com uh, if you would like as we go to the commercial break on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. And back here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Thank you again for everybody tuning in every Saturday. And if you're enjoying the conversation or enjoying being educated with David, Karen, uh, and Brett, we welcome you to invite others to listen in to the radio program. If you missed the program, you can also go to thrivefinancialservices.com and you can listen to the podcast of the program. We post, or Thrive Financial Services post uh, up the current show, and you can consume the current show or any one of the shows in the network and in the library. There is so much education in that library now, David. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah. The shows are great, and they're on iTunes and Google Play Store, so it's all over the place. The information's available there. Joe, I want to jump right into this because I've got a lot of stuff that I want to cover. I want to be able to illustrate to our listening audience, one of the actual reports that we deliver in analysis uh, related to people's retirement, uh, part of the Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review, which again, people go to our website and actually register for that complimentary consultation. Uh, this is a 43-page report. We tend to only cover one or two pages during the consultation, but we want to let people know that all the data, all the information, all the analysis is behind that 40, you know, is in that 43 pages. So what my goal is today is to show you, again, the difference between winning and losing is so small and unnoticeable sometimes that people don't pay enough attention to make sure that they cross across the goal, get across the goal line and get those six points. So page three of the page one and two cover page talks a little bit about the financial report, how to read it. Uh, Page three is a summary report. Here's a particular situation. So we had a husband and wife, both professionals, done well, made a decent amount of money on an annual basis. Now both, one retired, the wife is retired, uh, former school administrator type person. Uh, Husband is still working with a game plan to retire in one year. Uh, They have assets approximately $2.19 million. They have no liabilities, meaning no debt. they have one point, almost 1.7 in working assets. The rest of those assets are tied up in the equity in a home. Um, excuse me. <coughs> so that's a pretty good situation. Like I said, husband wants to retire at age 65, one year from now. Uh, the goal is to have monthly after-tax income to give them the lifestyle that they currently have of $15,000 per month, $180,000 a year in today's dollars. And they want that money to last at least life expectancy, which for women, uh, so the anticipation is the wife will sur- out, you know, survive beyond the husband. So we wanted to plan until age 85. All right. And then, um, you know, kind of a moderate investor. Um, they've got some long-term care assets at risk, meaning they don't have like long-term care insurance. So the estimated cost that if that long-term care need did occur – 870000 of their retirement assets would be at risk to cover that. Um, you know, the retirement analysis overall is using the information that was provided by these folks. Calculations have been made to estimate whether your current retirement program will meet your stated retirement goal. 
The analysis begins now and extends through life expectancy. It includes tax-advantaged, taxable investments, defined benefit pensions, uh, if applicable, and uh, Social Security benefits. And after in this summary, right, third page of the report, here's what it basically said at the bottom. Actions. It appears that you will run out of money prior to the last life expectancy of age 85. The range of possible options you might consider to improve your situation include the following. Number one, increase the rate of return on your investments. But along with that comes a higher degree of risk, right? Uh, Number two, increase your annual current savings. Well, we have the spouse is already retired. We have the husband's only working more one more year. So to increase annual savings probably isn't as efficient as some other options. Uh, Reduce your retirement spending needs by $31,300 a year, down from $15,000 a month, down to $12,396 a month. Very specific recommendation. Uh, Defer your retirement. Maybe you got to go out two or three more years to make sure that we solidify it. And combine any of the above and lower the requirements for each. So that's on the third page of the report. It instantly spits out what is going on. And for this particular client who on the surface looked sweet, has really got a major risk. Pretty amazing. Okay. Now here's some of the assumptions, Joe, right? So um, both husband and wife are 64 years old. Uh, Wife retired at age 57. Uh, Husband wants to work one more year to 65. Life expectancies we put in there. Social security for the wife is $25,848 a year because she chose it early. Uh, For the husband, it's going to be $46,068 a year because he's deciding to delay. Um, What else do we have? We've got pensions on there when they start. We've got expenses at $180,000. We've got survivor expenses at $144,000, meaning once the husband passes away, if he were to pass away first, the surviving spouse only needs about 80% of that number. Um, We have, I guess that's it from a basic assumption perspective. So as we look further down the report, as we go page by page, what we see is an asset worksheet that kind of defines where all the money is. We see a um, profile of the type of investments that they have. We have a cash flow current balance page. And then we get to a retirement summary. Joe, I'm going to show this to you. Maybe you can give a, a reaction. But as you see, based on what we see here is a graph, right? We have green and red. Green representing that we're all good. It's a go. Uh, red meaning that we've run out of assets. It's a stop, right? That's where the retirement from an asset perspective ends up stopping. So what we see for this client, based on all the assumptions that we used and what they gave us, the things that they didn't consider is, do we have long-term care need in the future, potentially? If we do, where's the money going to come from to cover that? Well, it's going to come from your retirement assets. So that's a drain on assets. We also know that the market doesn't always go up. Sometimes it goes down. Now, we haven't experienced much of a go-down period in the market for almost 11 years now. So the suspicion of most economists, most financial advisors are worth their weight, are saying that we're due for a significant correction. And that correction could be anywhere from 10% to 40%. What does that look like if you hit the median percentage there to your retirement? It's going to reduce those assets. It's going to make things harder. So if you need to continue to draw down 
$15,000 a month and you ultimately see a long-term care crisis that's going to cause you to need to use some of the retirement assets, we see some principal reduction due to losses in the markets, and we see inflation continue to potentially rise during a retirement period. What we see here, Joe, is we go from just under $2 million in investable assets at age 64 to where we get to the intersection point at age 75, just 10 years away. That picture illustrates that they run out of money. So, again, on the surface, and you got to see the difficulty for us, right? Because as fiduciaries, as people who present things in a transparent way, you got a couple here with smiles on their face that have done no planning. They've done a wonderful job saving and getting to halftime, right? First half of the game. First half of the game. First half of the game. The second half kicks in when husband stops and isn't working anymore. There's no cash flow. And now we have to rely on our pension. We have to rely on social security and we have to rely on our assets. Now, because Brett, Karen, and myself have been doing this for over 20 years, it can, you know, it's almost like you can picture it before you even run the analysis. Somebody that has $1.9 million in retirement assets has a good pension, has good social security, um, but their expense ratio, the amount that they're spending to live with no intention of slowing down, we know that a $180,000 spend on a $1.9 million asset bucket is not going to last. They don't recognize that. Unfortunately, these are one of those folks that comes in and visit with us, spent a first appointment, a second appointment. We went through it. We illustrated all of this, and we showed the fragility of their retirement. And they said the response was that, well, we get some free advice from our employer's custodian, which happened to be Fidelity. And uh, I think we're going to just stay the course with what we're doing right now. You, you, and this was what was said. You guys provided the most comprehensive analysis of anyone we have ever visited with. Dot, dot, dot. But I get free advice from my employer's custodian. So, again, if this is something you're going to go on the cheap, then you're going to get the results of the cheap advice. If you want, now, again, our advice is complimentary. I'm sad, I'm hurt, I'm bothered agitate, I don't know what illustrations, you know, that it's so black and white. This is not gray in the slightest bit. It's so obvious. And I see some really, really, really nice people wandering down yonder, clueless, that they're going to get hit with a sledgehammer. Wow. And that's what makes Brett, Karen, myself, and the rest of us here at Thrive hustle every single day. We know we're on a mission. We want to help that Thrive Army. We want to make sure people's retirements are secure. So I really encourage people, you know, you don't even have to come out to one of our workshops. Just go right to our website, get on our calendars, bring your information in. We will deliver the Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review for you. And if you're nervous about it, let's at least get to a certainty level versus an uncertainty level. Perception and reality. Two different things. Two very, very different things in that example. 
powerful stuff. Uh, ending the show today on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Uh, listening audience, uh, there you have it. I mean, I'm almost knocked back in my chair to finish the program. Um, sad for them, um, but hopefully everything works out as the roll uh, as their show rolls on. Uh, we will be back here next Saturday on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. On behalf of David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar. Brett Elam, and the entire Thrive Army. I'm Joe Krause. See you next week, everybody. Thanks for listening to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, a Jacob Media production. If you're interested in learning more about the power of the radio hour, contact Joe Krause at 267-261-3428. This program is a paid commercial announcement and in no way represents the views of WPHT or its management.